I'm a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a nonprofit worker, a youth minister, and a teacher. I live in a three-generation household with my husband, kids, and parents. Every day that I'm around my family is a blessing. I'm hoping to uncover and share those great blessings with you. So I started this podcast because I needed some self-care for me. I needed a chance to really just have a few minutes to myself to do a Bible reading, to think about what that means for me. And sometimes when I have a task to do, it it makes it a little bit more important on my calendar. Somehow when I when I put down me time on my calendar, it's really hard for me to honor that. But now that I have a podcast to run, I I know that I'm going to do this each week. That's just kind of how my brain works, I guess. One of the special things that I got to do this past week that was really cool is at one of my workplaces, we had someone come and talk about self-care and what radical self-care means. And it was really cool to hear the different versions of that for different people and how they can honor that. And so that's something I'd like you to think about today. What does self-care mean to you? Is it spending time with your family? Is it exercising? Is it having quiet time to meditate? Is it, you know, doing something fun? Is it watching television and just being mindless for a little bit? What is your self-care? And how are you setting aside time for yourself to be able to create space in a world that's very, very busy where we have more to do, it seems, than there are hours in the day, right? So what is your self-care? I challenge you this week to think about that. I'm going to begin with a a little bit of a self-care activity, which is breathing. We started with breath last time, too. I want you to sit up in a chair that's really comfortable, placing both feet on the ground, making sure that the feet are flat on the ground and that your spine is nice and long. Take a second to shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, roll them back down and do that a couple of times until it feels comfortable. Lengthen your spine all the way from the crown of your head down to your sit bones. And take a second to just be in that pose for a moment. We don't sit like this very often. We're gonna do a little bit of a breathing exercise. So take a moment to breathe in and out and notice where's the breath going? Is the breath going kind of to your chest? Is it going to your belly? Is it a shallow breath? Is it a deep breath? How are you breathing today? As you breathe in, this time, I'd like you to imagine a white light at the top of your head. And when you breathe in, that light moves all the way down to the base of the spine. When you breathe out, the light moves all the way from the base of the spine back up to the midbrain area. 
So again, breathing in, following the light down from the top of the head to the base of the spine. Breathing out, following that light again. I'm going to do this just a few times. Notice if your mind just sort of moves away from the breath. That's okay. Just tell yourself that right now we're spending time with the breath and turn your thoughts back to breathing. So breathing in and out. Breathing in and following that light. And breathing out. Last time, breathing in. And out. It's amazing how just a few breaths can really ground you and change your perspective on something. Sometimes when I'm hurried or I just need to calm down for a minute, closing my eyes and taking a few really concentrated breaths really helps me to be able to ground myself a little bit better. So it's something you can try this week if it works for you. I'm going to read a passage from the Bible. And when I read it, I want you to really think about a word that resonates with you. One word that just sticks out and and is something that really just speaks to you today. I'll read it a second time after that. And I want you to think of a sentence that really resonates with you. And then finally, I want you to think about what this passage is calling you to do in your life. How is it speaking to you today? Bring it into context for today, for your own self, for your own life. And I'll share with you my word and my sentence and how it's speaking to me today. Okay, let's get started. The reading I'm going to do for today is from an epistle, Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, and do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word that really stood out for me this week is the word love. 
You know, it's been a tough year, this 2020, and I think that we all need to just be extending to each other a little extra love in the world. Um, We all have kind of different thoughts about coronavirus. We all have different thoughts about school and it's starting. And I think that love is a word that needs to be extended because we all need a little bit of love toward one another in the way that we're thinking about things in different ways. And in that love, I think there's compassion to understand that ours is not the only viewpoint. And so love is the word that comes to mind to me today in that reading. What word came to mind for you when you heard the reading? Okay, once you've thought about that, I'm going to read it another time, and I want you to really think about a sentence. What sentence stands out for you in this particular passage today? Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. And do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The sentence or phrase that really stood out for me was, Rejoice in hope, persevere in prayer. I think this has been a really tough year. That's no surprise to anyone. I think that... These two particular phrases really stood out for me because as we are about to embark on a new school year, each parent has had to really make a choice for their children about what's right for them. And I'm certainly not here to say what the right choice is because I think that's unique to each child and each family. But I think whether you've chosen to homeschool or distance learn or hybrid learn or do in-person learning, There are pros and cons to each of those options. It's really just what's right for the child and the family. And I think it's important to note that some parents actually don't have a choice, whether it's because they're emergency workers or because of the finances of the situation, that they have to make one choice over the others because of their particular unique situation. And I think that all we can do at this point is persevere in prayer and rejoice in the hope that things will get better. And I do believe that. I do believe things will get better. I don't know when, but I know that that's on the horizon. So I think it's really important to 
look around us in this difficult time and see what are the blessings around us? What kinds of pieces of of hope exist? And really just enjoy them. Even the little things. I put out a hummingbird feeder with my kiddos this last week. And it was just beautiful watching these little hummingbirds come and get the sugar water from the hummingbird feeder. And what a joyful moment. Rejoicing in the little things. Rejoicing in the hope around us that we can see the silver linings, I think, is what made that sentence stand out for me. So the last question is, what is this passage calling you to do in the world? Let's listen again. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. And do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. For me, this passage is really just calling me to love and to be compassionate and to embrace all of the people around me, whether or not I agree with them, whether or not they've been kind to me. I think it's important to embrace others with love and compassion, especially in this coming school year, especially in a year with so much uncertainty. That's what it's calling me to do right now in 2020, in this moment. I want to end with a quote from Henri Frederic Emile. Life is short, and we haven't much time to gladden the hearts of those who travel with us along the way. So be quick to love, make haste to be kind, and the blessing of God goes with us. <laughs>